Hello and welcome to another episode of Monster Dear Monster, a monster exploration podcast where we take a look at monsters from their origins to their current popular culture incarnations. I'm one of your hosts, Dave, and I'm joined today by both of my co-hosts. Leonard, how are you doing? I'm good, Dave. Uh, we we have I have things to say about Bill <laughs> today. <laughs> well, I think we all may, and I can hear Cameron there. So the yes. the man, the myth, the legend has returned. Cameron, how are you doing? Hi, I'm back. I didn't have to wake up at five forty five this morning, so I'm here. <laughs> uh, I, I'm here to talk about one good film, one very bad film, and one film that apparently doesn't exist in Australia. Um, <laughs> just, just does not exist. <laughs> These things happen, and it happens sometimes. And we're pulling, like, slightly, at this point, slightly older media, so... Yeah. Things just go out of print. Oh, Or yeah, don't make the... They just didn't make it across the ocean. Yeah, uh, apparently we have standards. If it's below a 50% IMDb, we just don't <laughs> publish it in the country. <laughs> Fair enough. Keep it classy, Australia. Mm-hmm. Keep it classy. <laughs> yeah, so today we will be wrapping up the um, Three Mothers trilogy by Jar Dario Argento. This will be covering Mother of Tears, the third shittiest movie. Um, the movie was fine. <laughs> it was something. I don't know. Uh, but, it was a um, it was a yeah it was a ride um because of uh camera not being able to get a hold of it uh that is fine he, he slept through the other two films <laughs> um but he's back so we're going to kind of wrap up the whole whole shebang and take a look again at suspiria inferno and mother of tears uh, just in just in brief, uh, but that kind of gives us the chance to allow Cameron to give us his opinion because I was horrendously negligent and forgot to read out the stuff that he sent me. <laughs> yeah, I I also realized that like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I like I we hit the stop button. And I was like, oh, I had the window pulled up too. Um, but be that as it may, he's here now, so. He can, he can yeah. fresh from the Cameron point of view, um, <laughs> give us his thoughts on that. And then we'll kind of just uh, talk of each of the mothers, how they are as witchy entities. Um, and then a little bit about where this all kind of sprang from. There's, there's a few different sources, but mainly it'll be um, a segment within Suspiria de Profundis by Thomas de Quincey, which was entitled Levana and Our Ladies of Sorrow. They were small essays. Um, we'll kind of go over that. It's 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 brief, but uh, it's very, yeah. I think, integral to what um, Dario Nicolodi and Dario Argento did when they, when they created this arguably trilogy of films yeah yeah something. it's a trilogy it's a trilogy it's something it, it, it is <laughs> i think i was i think i was trilogy? throwing i may have been throwing quotes around films 
there we are. But I'll leave that ambiguous so someone doesn't come hunt me down because <laughs> uh, Dario is coming for you. I don't think it's gonna be him. Uh <laughs> and I could probably take him. I'm pretty sure he's he's kinda old. That's now. fair. He's an old And I don't think he ever looked very intimidating in the first well yeah. psychologically <laughs> intimidating. He's kind of a spooky looking dude. Um He's a scary brain. <laughs> yeah. But physically I'm not very scared of him. Um That's fair. Yeah. However, uh let us let us reach back in time. <laughs> All the way back to um, 1977, Cameron. Yes. Give give us your impressions um, of uh, Suspiria. Uh, I really, really liked Suspiria 77. It was actually quite good. It is definitely less good than the 2018 remake. I think personally, Ooh. I enjoyed that a lot more. <laughs> but it is it is really really interesting. Is like a compare and contrast thing. Like these are two films that are essentially the same except for the ending and they are the most different two films i've ever watched like together as a package like that i think it's it's really really weird like 2018 is all dark and brooding and you know delicate very thematic atmospheric music and then <laughs> suspicious 77 comes in it's bright blue green and red lights absolutely everywhere this crashing sort of pop rock soundtrack <laughs> And just gallons of this bright red, very clearly fake blood. And it is really, really interesting. Like, I, I had a fun time with it. Um, it is... It, it hits very differently. Like, 2018, everything felt... <sighs> serious? Yeah. yeah, everything felt super serious. Everything was very realistic and sort of hardcore i guess is the way to put it like the um the the scene where um the main character was dancing for the first time and in, by doing so horrifically torturing the girl in the other room who had just left um was really really like horrific and brutal and creepy and then in spirit 77 you have oh i'll i'll make my escape out of this high tall window and then i fall into a room full of razor wire which is also horrific and brutal but in such like a an excessive over-the-top um extreme manner it feels so completely different um yeah yeah um ultimately i prefer the 2018 but it it definitely caught my attention with the color and the soundtrack and the just complete dedication to over-the-top nonsense <laughs> yeah and that's something that um leonard and i were kind of discussing uh when we were going mm -hmm. over the the first suspiria and its nature was basically intended to be a child's fairy tale um yeah and that's that's one of the other large parts of the movie that um on initial watching like i i wasn't even aware of but um after watching an interview with the, um, the filmmakers, they specifically call out that it, originally all it was supposed to be like a, a young girls' dance school, or yeah, just a school, right. and they were all supposed to be children. The producers just weren't right. okay. weren't in on that. They were like, "Yeah, you can't. We're not. We're not casting children in this. <laughs> um, it's not going to make us money." That's kind of what it boiled down to. 
Mm-hmm. So they, they cast mm-hmm. um, young young ladies instead. Um, but to kind of, f- f- I guess, flagrantly call that out, um, Dario yeah. had the set design where all of the doors in the dance studio, uh, the doorknobs are all above the heads of the the girls. Mm, which yeah. is it's just a, a weird placement, but if you're a child, the doorknob is above your head. Yeah, yeah. And their attitudes and everything, they were just kind of arguing with each other in silly ways that mm. are less becoming of like an 18-year-old and more of like an 8-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> but that was a... Um, a large point, and then the, the fact that it's fairy tale dream like is is the vibe yeah. that it definitely carries across. You, you can't um, <laughs> really mistake that either. Uh, oh yeah, but that, that is yeah. a, such a large contrast to the the sort of brutalism that just yeah. suffuses the 2018 version. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um, the more I think about uh, Suspiria 77 and Suspiria 2018, the more I realize that 2018 is is almost a literal inversion of, mm. of 77. Like, it is... Yeah. You, you've got these bright Christmas uh, candy colors. Make it uh, muted. Make it brutalist. Have it set again directly against the berlin wall in reality um mm. every uh in the original the dance is is completely the fact that this is a dance academy is completely super, superfluous to mm. to uh the the film however it is a major narrative aspect in um uh 2018 we've got the goblin score uh which yep. <laughs> is very like prog rock of that time um like european prog rock of that time mm-hmm. and then you have 2018 with tom york at his very simple <laughs> piano mm-hmm. piano uh um, um melodic soundtrack it's it's uh it's yeah it's an inversion uh of of the original and i think that's what makes it work so well because it does yeah. so heavily contrast against the 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 uh against 77 and um mm. um it's uh i think that's the reason why the film works for me as much as it does oh and uh to just uh point out another my my favorite aspect of 77 being this kind of fairy tale is um that's kind of uh, acknowledged when the film first starts because we get the scene where Susie's walking out of the airport and the sliding doors, every time they open up, oh, there's that fantasy goblin music mm. score. Oh, it closed yep. and it's gone. <laughs> oh, it's open again. It's just like, and that is literally our heroine stepping over the threshold into this <laughs> fantasy world. Uh, she just had, she did not meet Mr. Tumnus. Unfortunately. <laughs> yes. Or did she? Maybe that was the cab driver. Yeah, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But I, I really enjoyed the fact that both movies, you can watch them and they're not, they share some of the same influences, some of the same, it's very few of the same plot points. But yeah, they're wholly different things. You you will not confuse one with the other. Um, yes. <laughs> And that's what really works. It sets them apart. It. Um, I really don't. I guess I don't care for the term like remake. This is definitely mm-hmm. like a reimagining. You know, dumb to brand something. Uh, it's its own thing. It stands on its own. Uh, you could. You could watch them and then not feel like one is just cribbing off of the other mm-hmm. it's taking it's taking an element and just kind of running with it in its own direction uh, which is that i mean that that could have worked very poorly but it did not have worked very well um i don't think it's uh I, that makes either of them it doesn't detract from anything uh the if people prefer um to compare them that way the 77 film it's still there it doesn't erase the original film mm. from existing no not at all um yeah and i think that because they contrast each other that makes them a better pairing to watch now do i wish maybe that the 2018 was a little bit shorter probably but by the same <laughs> extension um that what that meant was the 77 film uh, by being like an hour less, uh, there's an hour mm-hmm. less of building that world. Yeah. Was what was what it yeah. was kind of suffering from. It's yes, it's fairy tale, but it's it's also very light. There's not mm-hmm. a lot of like fleshing out of anything really. Um, you're not getting yeah. a lot extra to the characters. You're not spending time with the girls. Uh, you're really not spending time with the witches. Like that's just not. <laughs> yeah, it's very brief. Um, there for a movie about that, they're not. They didn't really settle in on what they were gonna do with it, and you could kind of tell uh, that mm. the what came afterwards is. Um, it's kind of they're they're revising their own thing. They're coming up with something after the fact, um, mm-hmm. versus having a, a a trilogy or anything like planned out from the get go. That's not what this like reads as, and you can tell. Mm-hmm. And the um, the mother of size, she's she almost might as well not be there. Like it, it doesn't yeah. have a super large impact. It's not the same feeling at all um, that you're getting with the 2018, where that was just such mm. an experience. Like yeah. <laughs> that last <laughs> 15 minutes, you're just okay. They they put all their <laughs> eggs in this very specific basket right now. Um, yeah, and and it's doubling down on everything that the film was like building up to. Like that's the way to do a, a finale is to mm-hmm. take all the stuff that you've been mentioning the entire film or stuff you've been dealing with the entire time, and then just do like this raw synthesis of all the themes um, at once. Yeah, and um, then it's kind of let down in the 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 first film. <clears throat> that's, yes. Agreed. <laughs> that's that's something that happens i think in all of them uh, for the, i don't know whether it's the screenwriting or if it's dario's film filming like style uh his third acts aren't very great 
Yeah. Like they kind of no. just yeah. fizzled <laughs> and it gets worse like as the films go on. Mm. It's like you build all this stuff up and then just don't have is it the budget? Did you need to film that yeah. part first, maybe? <laughs> um, and then you just ran out when you got there. I don't I know if you know films aren't done in order anyway, but that's just what it feels like. You get to the grand finale and it's just like, oh, it's just finale. It's not very grand, is yeah. it? Yeah. 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 Oh, go so ahead, the, go ahead and, Leonard. Oh, I was just going to say, and then, uh, yeah, the, the ending is uh, seemingly always, and then the house burned down. <laughs> the end. That's, yep. that's the, that's, yep. that's the end. Um, <laughs> to go back to uh, the point that you were making uh, about them being really uh, good companions and how uh, Mother Marcos in 77 uh isn't really important she's like mentioned twice and then we get the creepy silhouette uh scene yeah. when everyone has to sleep in the dance hall but uh i love that uh mother marcos is ever present in in 2018 even before yeah. she arrives there's there's the little board uh with with all the little uh plastic uh letters so you can spell out words that Susie's stretching mm. in front of that just has Marco's Dance Academy over it. There's the uh the the instructor listing, a uh, photo listing in the main hall when you come in and that's the like only picture you ever really like photo of Mother Marcos that you ever get before the the reveal <laughs> at the end. Uh and yeah. even then she was a uh, rather handsome woman. Uh, so, um, she's, she's just there all the time. She, she, mm. she, she is spoken of because she is supposed to be, uh, Mother Superiorum, so. Yeah, yeah. She feels narratively important to the yes. degree that she should. Yeah, yes. In the 77 film. <laughs> you came here to kill me kill me <laughs> who are you like, yeah I'm, no what? that was an accident <laughs> i i yeah I'm just trying to get out of here man you know what <laughs> although if if it's supposed to be a fairy tale i have to say like the antagonist just being undone by their own paranoia uh mm. it is kind of on brand it's like yeah, ah. yeah. <laughs> I knew it. I knew you came to kill me and not learn ballet. No, no. So, so not. Uh, see, and even that gets in. That gets inverted in, in twenty eighteen. Mm, yeah. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like we found the perfect vessel. Uh, no, you done. You done. You done yourself dirty right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It, 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 it's, it's the equivalent of, of which stolen valor. <laughs> yeah, I mean, literally. Oh my god. <laughs> no one's seen the, the, the great mother in so long. I'll just pretend to be here. This is gonna work yeah. out fine. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's just fine. a legend. She'll never show up by herself. Why would she? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh like came all the way here and y'all been fighting and you guys made a faction like different factions what's going on i'm gonna have to like 
clean this up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Actually, you're going to clean this up, but um, I'll fix it. <laughs> it's like, okay, yep. No, I mean, that, that worked really, really well. And that gives you... Um, we get more witchy doings um, in Suspiria 2018. There's, there's yeah. some... They kind of give it a, they give it a, a try, <laughs> a taste of <laughs> witchiness um, in the in the seventy seven. Uh, it's it's very nebulous, and it, it it kind of stays that way throughout all of the the Dario films. That's that's the weird part of it is the they didn't pick a thing that's like this is the occult powers of the witches. It could just be anything. Mm. and yeah anything could happen you just don't know that's the, that's what witches do um aside <laughs> from from spreading pestilence from their homes oh which we forgot about in the first one so that yeah. we didn't we yeah. didn't make that up yet um there's no yeah, pestilence so there uh, <laughs> but the other ones the homes that like are in disarray just are falling apart um mm. that is a that's see that's the the bit that's we we talked about this, so we'll, we'll move to Inferno, of course. Um, yes. We have the uh, Mother of Darkness, and Leonard and I discussed that the homes are a um, sort of stand-in for their power. Like, that's their, their base of their power, and it, it reflects, yeah. um, in the later films, this makes sense, it reflects the state of power. Uh, of the witches themselves, um, of their decline, because mm. that's kind of what what's happening. If that was the case, they really couldn't retcon it into the first movie, but uh, uh, Mother of Size is the worst off of them, and so, by extension, her dance academy should have just been, like, a shithole. Yeah. It should have been just utterly, like, decrepit. I, I, I mean... They did have maggots falling out of the ceiling. So. To be fair, they did. And it didn't look like that was on purpose. Like, the witches weren't, like, making that happen, I don't think. Mm. Yes, it wasn't an an unnerving spell. Yeah, they were like, oh, we got the maggots, great. All right, girls. Yeah. Let's <laughs> together. This is stupid. Uh, a coven of witches trying to settle on an ex exterminator sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there is, there is that aspect of it. I don't know if that was what that was intended to be like. Um, yeah. But it, it works. I mean, we can kind of like mush that into this narrative of their homes being a reflection of the. The, the state of their owner mm, um, yeah which is definitely i guess that makes um the influence of the mother of darkness uh more tolerable in how they kind of portray it in the film it's spreading but mm. it's spreading like sort of lethargically mm -hmm. it's very very localized um but her house is just all kinds of messed up yes <laughs> And then she's just she, 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 she is. I mean, she's just very sleepy. <laughs> she's just she might as well have been the mother of size. She was just like, I'm just gonna have a nap. As yeah. everything like burns down around me, this that sounds fine. 
Um, and, she's the 2020 of the mothers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. And then you have that scathing alchemist expose that Inferno is predicated on. The yeah. three mothers, the three mothers tell all from the alchemist <laughs> who built their house. Yeah, yeah. Uh, which, oh, which, which will come. Uh, so it'll, it'll come. I, I just, I just need to, I just need to just jump ahead to to Mother of mm. Tears at, from Inferno to Mother of Tears. In Inferno, I love that they, there appears to be th- only three copies of the Three Mothers book. <laughs> and then in Inferno, it just looks like the three copies have merged together into a giant version of the book. Uh, <laughs> well, that was that was the translation. So maybe there was, uh, like they do in other translations, where one page is English, the next page is in... Um, Ah, yes. Latin. Ah, so yeah. that we didn't get to see her flip through, other than like uh, uh, the 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 preface of the book, and then it's like right. um, what would uh, would would block prints or something. So right. it's just yeah. it's just images, and then we don't see any more of that hugely thick book. So either uh, it was a picture book, um, <laughs> or there's like double face translations, which would have made the book a lot thicker. Um, but that's that's mm. totally a, yeah. just a, a what if ism. <laughs> but yeah, man, Inferno is is yeah. um, is a a a sharp <laughs> decline. From... Um, God, yeah. Th- there's well, been, I'm not. Um, there's been a few uh, mm. uh, because. I I guess I follow like a large contingent of horror film adjacent or centric um, Twitters. Uh, they they've been talking about um, Suspiria and Inferno and a few other films recently, and they have doing they usually do like screenshot threads and it just has mm-hmm. pictures from the films. But then they go talk about them a little bit, and there's some interesting points that they bring up. Um, I. I do not have those tweets pulled up, so I will not like directly attribute those to anybody. But I will talk about them in a minute. Uh, Cameron, give us your inferno. Um, this is one of the worst films I've ever watched. <laughs> <laughs> That's because you um, didn't see the third one. Probably because I didn't see the third one. Uh, thank you, Australia, for being so isolated as to protect me from the mother of tears. Um, she just doesn't want to visit. It's weird. Uh, no, it, it was um. I, I think I did this in the worst possible order because I started with Suspiria 2018, which I feel is the best, and then did Suspiria 77, which is pretty good, and then there's this, which, like the first five minutes of Inferno, I will say, are actually pretty good. Like that is a that is a good horror scene of like diving underwater in the basement of an old house to find your keys. That feels like something that could potentially happen in my life, and it's awful and terrible, and it's super tense. It's good. And then the rest of the film happens, and bloody hell. <laughs> like, it is... It feels like there's not really any plot to speak of. Like, the the main thing is... Um, oh, God, what's his name? Mark? Mark trying to find out what happened to his sister but it's just it's just a series of 
awful, terrible scenes of awful, terrible people doing awful, terrible things. Um, the the uh, the antiques guy, the book guy, got what was coming to him, but I don't quite understand the hot dog vendor's role in the whole conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was a um, lunar eclipse driven. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but I, I I think in the context of like. Mother Tenebrarum's influence spreading and just making people worse and worse and worse and spreading darkness and that, I guess it kind of makes a sense but at the time, watching it it dragged on and was just awful stuff that seemed to be only done for shock value <laughs> like, there were, hey real talk, I, I love cats I adore cats This would, there were some very hard bits of this movie <laughs> to watch as it was um and then, you know, there's just, like, people being awful. Like, you know, uh, the uh, the two proprietors of the hotel is like, you know, just t- just tell him that uh, his wife ran away while we go uh, grab all her valuables out of her room and stuff like that. Um, and then it, it, it just keeps dragging on and the, the mystery unfolds. It wasn't really a lot of a mystery. Um, the The architect alchemist bit was interesting, I think. Like, the, the Suspiria 77 feels like a standalone film. It is like a fairy tale, witchy story, and then it feels like Dario Gento went on and made Inferno and went, oh crap, this is clearly in some way related to the first film. I need to make this work. And so made his made his shock horror film, and then near the end just went, and here's someone to insert more information give you an understanding of why the house has to burn down at the end of each film also there's probably going to be a third film in nearly 30 years psych um (laughs) it just it felt disconnected it felt all over the place um mother tenebrarum didn't show up at all except as like a malign influence until right at the end and then she just turned into the grim reaper (laughs) for a bit while the house burned down uh, and then Mark escaped. I think I can vaguely remember him escaping. <laughs> it, it, it was he, he, yeah. He I was I was I was rapidly losing interest and consciousness at that point of the film. So <laughs> yeah, it, it was it's it's just not good, which is really sad because it's coming on from a decent film, and you know like yeah, this this just not great, unfortunately. Surprise, Mark! It was me, the character that had the least lines in the movie. What a surprise! <laughs> Could you have never seen this coming? Ta-da! Foreshadowing is a literary device. Swear. <laughs> I'm just it's so it's, Inferno. Inferno is 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 just a giallo with with some supernatural paste <laughs> tacked onto it. And so it just, it, yeah, it's just got nothing. Mm. It's like, oh man, I, it's a good thing no one notices this un, this woman unpleasantly staring at me with this cat. It's, yeah. it's good that nobody cares that all the windows in this in this uh, in this college hall have blown open and yeah. are blowing papers around. <laughs> I'm so glad that nobody acts like a person in this film for any reason. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the, the, the points that were made on Twitter weren't toward um, the plot. They were mm. more centric on the visuals and the themes that um, Dario was kind of working with. Uh, there's direct um, allusions towards Sleeping Beauty. Mm. Um, the the Disney version of it, like the the color palette. And that's kind of what he was doing, even with um, Spurious. He's using those color palettes mm. um, for the lighting, and then for um, some of the imagery. There's a, a, I believe, someone gets pricked with a, a needle, and that's just they, they, yes. he leans on those fairy tale aspects, um, and then just didn't really like put them on a strong framework. <laughs> was the was the issue i think yeah and another part of this is uh he he wrote the screenplay by himself maybe that's a problem because uh um daria nicolodi who co-wrote the first one i feel like the good bits are the what she was probably doing <laughs> and then her her contributions didn't make it into this and they got like sidelined for the third one mm-hmm. <laughs> So we, I don't know what those are. I don't have the scripts for these, um, but it feels like that may have made them more cohesive uh, rather than whatever happened um, with yeah. Inferno and then d- definitely with the Mother of the Tears. <laughs> <laughs> so on, on the witch front for Inferno, we're, we're not given a whole lot. Um, again uh of actual like which it's all done by proxy it's like witching by proxy yeah what happens in in front well really all all of them the the actual mothers don't get a whole lot to do uh Hmm. it's just happenstance influences and then random large monster thing in inferno it's just murdering yeah. people for no yeah. reason. Yeah, like most of them aren't even investigating; they're just in the building. And then to you, you're undone by your own building management because you didn't tell them you're like the witch <laughs> that's ruling all, and they yes. should be more pay more attention. Mm. <laughs> and maybe stop sticking candles next to all your curtains. That was. <laughs> <laughs> bothering me the entire time it's like okay like there's a lot of you know, mm. a lot of open flames sitting next to like big yeah. velvet curtains yeah. they're just gonna go up if you touch if it gets anywhere near them <laughs> yeah so th- those bits were a little bit egregious um and we just don't get a lot of witchery in inferno or mm. we do but yeah. it's so indirect that you can't really attribute it to like oh it's the witch wouldn't know because you said it wasn't her it's just the influence of her house like leaking out into the city yeah exactly randomly that, that and all, all, all you really did was like make cats angry and then that dude was just hustling i have never seen a man hustle so hard and then just chop somebody <laughs> yeah oh my god that hot dog vendor was great uh, it was probably the best part of the movie. I mean, he just runs. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's gonna save him. I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna. Get him. And then he just dunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's 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 basically a comedy beat because you see yeah. you see him you see him in the stand and you see his reaction to the yelling. He's like, "What? Somebody yeah. needs help!" And he he runs so hard and then he just 
pops him in the back of the neck and i'm like oh yeah. all right i was like i was like it felt it felt like like a, a bet in vegas like how guess how this guy's gonna die and he's like oh it's gonna be the sewer pipes full of rats no he's gonna drown in an inch of water oh nobody bets on the hot dog <laughs> vendor decapitation i'm like what what is going on yeah what, it's, it's a total mess why, why is this <laughs> oh it's so yeah. good so good i i was i was just it's it it's like it's like a final it's like like a a, a comedy final destination death like oh he's gonna drown in the i love it it's great it's such yes. a great yeah movie. it's if you it's if you put uh leslie nielsen in a final destination film <laughs> yeah exactly like <sighs> at, at 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 a point i expected that box of rats to just come back and they had would have matches lit matches so they could just set <laughs> yeah we gotta finish this it's like okay <laughs> okay just make this and then sir sir don't tromp into like the sewage water this is yeah, not yeah. what are you doing no, you gotta make sure that everybody knows how gross New York is cause it's the yeah. late 70s <laughs> yeah that was the bad times. Yeah, gotta mm. imply that there's just an open sewage pipe draining the Central Park. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So the witchy shenanigans were like just shenanigans, very light on the witchiness um, <clears throat> in Inferno. Uh, aside from our other name is Death, and then. It becomes super tall. Like that would have been fine, but they use like a yeah. holiday skeleton to <laughs> You just couldn't take it seriously. I'm like, okay. If, okay, if, big if, paper mache if, skeleton, you're spooking me out. Yeah. If 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 <laughs> it had been made today, they would have used one of those uh twelve foot tall Home Depot skeletons. That would have been a better <laughs> uh and and the entire so there's gonna be some witchy stuff going on because she's gonna take Mark to the witch dimension, yeah, which just doesn't mm. get mentioned again or get to like happen. <laughs> it's like you didn't even you just let yourself die. Couldn't you just go to the witch dimension by yourself? I don't understand. Well, wh uh, why why Mark? Because he he did an investigation. What makes Mark special? Why not just kill him? Because you could just. <laughs> kill him right now yeah and it wasn't even like a particularly well done investigation i mean he's just a music student yeah and it shows he's not he doesn't bring anything to the table his sister was not very good at either and they were just kind of stumbling onto things which is fine um but it's very coincidental and he mm. happens to find the one floorboard that had a note that that was too much yeah, Here, here's yeah. the one floorboard in your apartment that, or your sister's apartment, whatever that had the um the note under it. Okay, that's a lot of rooms to have one, <laughs> whatever. Um, yeah, I did like the visuals of the crawl space. That was kind of cool, but that was about mm, it. Yeah, it's that's not a, it's not a. It's, I've seen worse movies. Yeah, but this is not great. No. Visually, it was fine. Like, it looked nice. Mm. 
Like mm. they had a lot oh, of yeah. fun set pieces and things. And the hotel was like super posh like that, that all that stuff was great. They just forgot to, again, I think that's what we talked about. It's like they set dress the thing and it, that's excellent, but that can't be your movie. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. can't just make it visual. Like it, that's just candy. And then now you have no filling. But that was Inferno. Yeah. So tell me all about the most terrible let's film. Shed a tear for the mother of tears. <laughs> uh, Leonard, tell us all about the mother of tears. Oh man. Okay. Um. <laughs> Begin at the beginning. <laughs> some um some some <laughs> mother of tears is the third in the uh three mothers trilogy it tells the story of a young woman uh who investigates uh an urn they keep calling it an urn even though hmm. it's it's it, it's just a box uh, investigates an urn that contains three statues that don't matter, a knife that kind of doesn't matter, and a tunic which is the source of all witch powers. <laughs> I wish I, I wish I was kidding. Nope, oh it, is, it is in fact a very powerful talisman. Um, some <laughs> people people get murdered in goofy ways. Uh, they're uh, not even goofy they are horrendous actually (laughs) well yes they are but like horrendous ways um Mm. uh uh, rome gets flooded with a a a slew of 1980s style punk witches Uh, (laughs) amazing uh, udo kier plays a, a a priest who uh, chews up every bit of scenery that he's in for the five minutes that he's in the movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mother of Tears is is uh, is is an absolute mess. I I Dave help. <laughs> this no one can help you now. This movie was uh. Yes, it is a thing. Okay. Well, I'm 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 simultaneously staring at the wiki to like just dredge <laughs> some kind of thing from it. Some of it's helping slightly. Uh so of course the three statues represent the three witches. That was yep. the point mm. of them. However, they look like weird little gargoyle golems. Um and incidentally, they also look like the three things that went out and murdered the first curator, not the curator, but the first um art restoration lady. Yes. Whatever that art restorer. <laughs> I am the name of whatever that job is escapes me. Art will go with art restorer. So Sarah Mandy is our main character she is a she's an american um (laughs) studying (laughs) art restoration um at this museum of ancient art in rome her her supervisor is the the head of the art restoration department and was sent um she's she's also 
like somewhat versed in the occult apparently um and when the priest when the guy when they're, they're they're what they're doing is they're um they're relocating church ground they're like expanding some of the church so they're having to move um graves they're like re re homing graves like further away um to i guess work on parts of the church that's where they discover um the a coffin and the uh the box shaped urn <laughs> that's yes. attached to it uh the the catholic priest um opens the box like makes a freaky face and uh says it's something terrible and seals it and sends it to um, his friend at the uh, art museum who's supposed to look at it. She, she gets all of like five seconds to look at it before she's grisly murdered. And all, all of the murders being done are in the fashion of um, tortures being visited upon by witches during like the inquisition. Yes. Uh, right. So they're all fairly grisly. Yeah, yeah. And and like completely egregious. It's like they're they are a step so far away from what was happening in the first two films. Mm-hmm. That was thematically they work. I mean, this is in Rome. It yeah. works. But they're just so much. Uh and the thing is a lot of this was like toned down like the original version of the film like was far more um and they 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 cut out a lot of it um but they put it back in for the dvd release like the theatrical release didn't have a lot of the violence and particularly a lot of the stuff going on at the end of the movie uh, yeah so um, go ahead oh i i had to uh so this movie is only available for rent on itunes and there was no (laughs) way that i was going to buy this film so uh (laughs) i so i rented it uh and it it is the uh it was the unrated uh cut which Mm. is the very just like excessive uh, it's utterly it, excessive. Yeah, but 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 we 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 you have to realize this is branded under Dimension Extreme, um, which actually caught me off guard when the I don't think when that, that logo anymore. Now I gotta look at it. Nope, I don't think it does. But when that caught me off, that really caught me off guard because I was like, "Oh man, Dimension Films! I haven't thought of you in forever." And it's Dimension Extreme, and I'm like, "Oh, yeah, that's that's what you are now." Well, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> um, and then uh, uh, Sarah Mandy goes on a long, winding adventure. <laughs> where she keeps asking people for help they tell her to meet them somewhere they get brutally murdered <laughs> rinse and repeat until the end of the movie mm. <laughs> um it, it yeah, is it's, uh it's a lot um and that's, and that's a big part of it is the the violence is so over the top 
that it like it kind of takes you out of the movie. It really does. Because this is this is was released in two thousand seven, so it was um two thousand eight in in the U.S. But uh, mm. it is sitting in the same time period as um, Saw, the later mm. Saw films, Hostel, um, yeah, all all of the other Dimension releases, really, because that was Hellraiser and Children of the Corn Five and all kinds of stuff. Um, that's just the sign of the times. Yeah, I think mm. he's he's just kind of playing with that. Um, and I think he wanted to make it like more, like more over the top, um, because this time, um, the mother of tears is the most cruel of them, I guess, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, well, she's the there, only one left, so it has to be. Yeah. And, um, again, she's doing like zero direct magic stuff. She shows yeah. up like briefly. <laughs> she's mostly naked it doesn't yeah. do it doesn't add anything to the film um, until until they put on the magic tunic yeah well I mean, that, that, that is that, that does make sense naked. she's still mostly naked at that point but the the fact that um if we're going through the lore of the films she her her artifact of power the thing that she needs to do grander scale witchery um was like hidden it was buried and warded um in this cemetery so that explains in in post why she was not effective um at ensorcelling mark in in inferno Mm, yes there we go her power just wasn't she didn't have her tunic on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so she's just she's at like quarter witch power and it wasn't enough However, that being said, even when she gets her tunic back, it does zero. Yeah. She didn't even get to do any yeah. magic. She she does nothing in this film. She it, gets what? murdered. Or she, she has a brief, like, ensorcelment of Sarah for two seconds. It, it's, it's, they're expanding on the thing, like, the least interesting aspect of Inferno, which is the idea that max power the witches just radiate evil influence like she's drawn because she's drawing witches from around the world uh udo kier at one at one point says like she's trying to bring down the fall of rome again and and uh, create another witch empire and i'm like okay sure but she's not really doing anything it's just kind of like Lovecraft insanity that she's radiating out, and I'm like, this is like, can we get some more proactive witches, please? I like, I like that. Yeah, it's like it's, it's very nebulous. She's trying to rule because if she is, everyone's just kind of going to be dead. Yeah. A- apparently, all she wants is to make people cry because that's the like seemingly the most important thing uh, <laughs> to her. Um. And I, I just have to, I just have to touch on this. Like, there's this, there's a lot of horrible, gory deaths in this movie, and then like the one death 
murder that you expect to be the most affecting is just the most ridiculous when a woman uh uh pushing her stroller down a bridge picks up a a a clear baby doll from the carriage and then drops it over <laughs> the side of the bridge and it is hollow and plastic and so it just bobs up to the surface and floats away and i'm like you could have really cut that out of your movie <laughs> it's made you have made the sequence of of people doing like uh committing crimes and doing violence like unintentionally hilarious by having this woman throw this clear baby doll off the side of the bridge and then look at the camera center frame and start crying mm. yeah it didn't this movie has some problems it wasn't really helping the film uh and, and the violence does spread it's like in the beginning you think oh it's spreading it's it's she does that and then there's some dudes that like break car they yeah. see fighter test their might on a car yep <laughs> and you're like okay that's great um it kicks up quite a bit uh as the film goes there's far more there's a 53 suicides in two days and all of that but that that's mm. like expositional formation uh there's riots going on and then um a lot of people going to the different like are they parishes i don't know what the catholic church they go to the churches um and they're trying to like get help mm. but everything's just falling apart like the churches can't help them um which is weird uh because if if it works that your consecrated ground or your crosses are able to like blunt the effect of the the artifacts inside of the urn mm. um shouldn't by extension the rest of your church do something against the magic I, you gotta pick you gotta pick a thing and go with it or say that oh because it was buried it stopped the magic maybe that's what it was and it had nothing to do with the crosses on the box because that that's that didn't help the um <laughs> the 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 urn is chained to the casket and the casket is of a um, church figure who was escorting it um, hundreds of years ago to the Vatican to, to figure out what to do with this box because as he was taking it across the countryside, it was it was spreading pestilence and insanity, um, and he didn't make it. Like he got most of the way there, and then he got sick and was blinded and all kinds of terrible things and then died and they buried him with that i guess that's the worst it's like you're in charge of mm -hmm. transporting this and it like kills you but so we're just gonna bury it with you <laughs> <laughs> it's like we'll just leave it to torment you for the rest of your um eternal life yeah like, maybe okay, may, i mean i mean maybe maybe Chum. he had some he had some um some rich witch relic radiation residue going on they were just like nope gotta bury them together just like yeah he's in charge mm -hmm. of it in life and in death I, I don't know uh and then we get sarah's just kind of flight it's revealed 
that um, Sarah's mother was a powerful white witch. Uh, yes, because who, that's who, a new element. <laughs> it's a new element, but it, 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 they do take the time to sit there and explain that that's why um, uh, Mother Suspiriorum was in the state she was in because she battled battled with a white witch um, who who dealt her a decisive blow, but was um, later killed in the the aftermath of their battle, along with um, Sarah's father putting this extra drama of Sarah being upset that she thought her mother abandoned her. And she just, she, she gets in contact with Marta who, um, this says she was a white witch, which is weird because she specifically says that she's just a fortune teller, um, not a fortune teller, a, uh, psychic. She's like, yeah. I, 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 she's like, I can just talk to the dead. I can't. That's my only power. Um, and then Sarah, we, we get this bloodline idea of uh, Sarah having witchy powers that are just inherent in her body. She doesn't have to. I mean, she they, they get better if she practices, but um, she just innately has um, magic powers. It's a yes. thing that's not yeah. it's not like a learned thing. You can just have them. Just be born mm-hmm. into it. So that becomes a um a fairly significant plot device. Um she she has the power of invisibility. Um I think that's kinda it. Really. Yeah. yeah, it is. It really is. She can turn herself <laughs> invisible her and it like it almost like kills her each time. It like really physically drains her to become invisible. Um, which is good. That's good that it's not just a they can't mm, see me yeah. and then turn it off and then be fine, but that it like yeah. staggers her immensely to do so each time the the toll that it takes. Um it's it's good. It's a good touch. Uh she uses it to affect twice. Uh once to evade the um random police detective that he's tracking the case because everyone thinks that she's a murderer. Uh, and then they like plaster it all over TV, mm, and yeah. then it gets her in trouble later. Briefly, um, it's kind of weird, but it's 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 not it's not too much. It's it's fine within the whatever this movie's doing. Yeah, it, it, it yeah. for for the for the the very uh, uncompelling beats that this movie feels the desire to hit. It is it is um, accurate to to the overall tone because man these these police are are, are real bad like eighties horror movie police and I'm just like mm-hmm. oh man I forgot that they used to write police like you ugh <laughs> <laughs> to, and to be fair like the lead I guess that's Enzo um, Detective Enzo the, the lead detective he's like fine he makes some leaps toward the end of the film but he he's like the least problematic thing of this entire film i actually like him he's very Mm. level-headed he's like trying to knock sense into his chuckle-headed to other uh, inspectors or whatever the dudes that are under him yeah Um, who are all very egregious and very italian uh 
he, <laughs> he's he doesn't just leap to like make leaps of logic he he takes the time to like think things through and explain to them like why that's probably not the case um so he's fine but unfortunately he's like an ancillary character and shows up just yeah. in the nick of time kind of like at the end yeah kind of following <laughs> her where did he find her do she wasn't leaving a trail except of dead bodies but that was happening everywhere yeah but he just he miraculously finds her in um um mother mother of tears matrilacrimarium's um abode which is filled with derelicts and witches which is goth witches mm -hmm. they have mm -hmm. so much like eyeshadow and eyeliner going on oh there's so <laughs> much it is it is it is every it is every every witch in this movie is wearing every single one of madonna's 80s outfits simultaneously <laughs> um, and they're evil because they laugh at people just drove through they they in in not drove they're not driving they're in droves which droves mm. um coming from all over the world uh and as they carouse through the streets they just cackle yeah and scream mm. at people yep <clears throat> they don't do any witchy things until the very end when it's like a weird witch orgy mm. it's, a, it's it's a, yeah it's <laughs> like it's it's fine the weird witch orgy like it makes sense in mm. the weird witch's sabbath idea of things it's very like the whole movie is taking um maybe the uh um the name of it escapes me the 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 hexen malefact maleficorum whatever the witch's hammer book is um mm -hmm. but the idea of like what in the middle ages thought people thought witches did and then they yes, just like the yeah. witches just do that that's just what they do is whatever is in these horrendous like block print art so of course it's... they have weird witch orgies and put flowers into their butts and it's just just like what is going on and then it, they're like it, it's like not it, a beneficial like the them and them were kind of killing each other it's like okay i don't know it it, it 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 is it is literally the ending sequence of Suspiria 2018, but with all of the artistry and craft removed. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I like. I, well, the, the, I, the best the best part is it's not even all the witches. Like some of them are just kind of standing there. Yeah. No. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's the it's like the the witch wallflowers that just didn't really want to. We're like we're at this party, but what are we supposed? We don't know anyone here. <laughs> this is not comfortable. <laughs> it's 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 real weird if you just sit, sit there and just like watch the scene and then look at the different parts of it. Just aren't cohesive. Yeah. But yeah, she's trying to. Um, Major Lacrimarium is trying to gain her powers back through the power of this tunic. That gives her her abilities to <laughs> do whatever witchy thing she's gonna do because it doesn't explain so, it. 
to to passively do evil. Yeah, <laughs> that that's yeah. Mm. That, that, it's her witch amplifier. Does. She just yeah. I mean, that's I guess that's a sweet gig. You don't really have to do anything. You can just sit in your throne of power and exude evil. <laughs> I mean, I mean that does seem to be the theme of these three movies, which is passive witchery. So yeah. you know. Yeah, it, I mean it's it's just fine. It's not nothing you don't watch this and go like, oh yeah, that's a great motive and you're doing all kinds of crazy stuff and she's just not very she's a very not none of these witches are very active. They're very passive witches. Mm. Uh but t- all of them to a T just they just get done dirty with like little to no fanfare. So I mentioned that she ensorcels Sarah briefly, um enough to like get her to lay down under the detective who got captured in two seconds. Um and he's chained up to a wall. We 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 utterly skipped over the other important um, alchemist and his yeah his <laughs> to- boy toy servant. Yes, um, that was actually very integral to like the plot as far as exposition goes. Like that, that we, we get a double a double dosing. We get the Udo cure. Um, very good scene. And then I think it was actually likewise just as good with the um very old alchemist. Uh, yes, agree. He, uh, he he's being sought out by Sarah um, for information, and he he provides it. He s- sprays her with like a sedative spray that like paralyzes her, so he can make sure that she's not an evil witch. That's fair. Hmm. Um, that that they bring back the plot point of oh, I saw you on TV. You're that murderer. It's like I couldn't just like let you walk into my house. Like okay, that's fair. That, that <laughs> works within the setting of the film. Like that's a thing because hmm. she was literally on the news saying that she was murdering people. And um, <laughs> oh, and 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 it is it is fair to say that at this point, while she didn't murder her coworker, she she has in fact murdered somebody in this film. She did murder point. a witch. Yes. She yeah. put the sliding bathroom door on a train. Yes. Very, very eye-poppingly hard. <laughs> yes. She's strong. <laughs> She's strong this Sarah. Yeah. Didn't they actually, didn't one of the detectives say, like, she couldn't have done this? The amount of strength that it would have taken. And I'm like... No way. Well, they they did. didn't even they didn't even question the door thing. What they questioned was um the so the she's being chased around by this witch from Japan. Yes. And um probably the 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 Japanese witch is probably the spookiest one out of like every witch we've had in any of this. <laughs> yes. Agreed. Because she just keeps she's very good at finding people. Um, not so good at defending herself, <laughs> but the the witch is following Sarah on this like train because they're just like in a train yard and the train hasn't left yet and she's just kind of like running through it the the cars and everything, and one of the detectives um uh is following them or I think he's looking for Sarah he he he's 
kind of he's not paying attention to the witch but she's there with him and they're just kind of walking together through the train in the same goal but not yeah realizing it or whatever it doesn't matter she feels that he's in her way uh and just like touch strangle ensanguinates him she like she, grabs she, his throat and then he just bleeds out yes she she she, she hmm. which mine pinches his neck and and murders him. <laughs> yeah and he, he's he's a big dude and she's not she's very tiny um she's yes. probably small she's smaller than um sarah so anyway um sarah then proceeds to like crush the witch's head in a door and hard enough to make her eye pop out. Um, yeah, it's just mm. it's it's fine. It's just whatever. <laughs> At that point, you're just like, okay. Um, I just watched her force choke a dude to death. Um, so this is, <laughs> I guess, it's no problem. But the de- detectives uh follow up and they're like, oh, um, detective so and so, we can't believe he's dead. It must be Sarah. She obviously she killed this poor lady here because the lady witnessed her <laughs> um crushing our detective boy and then they're like uh so the main detective enzo he's he like it's one of the ones where he like looks like he's gonna slap the guy in the back of the head he's just like stupid no the <clears throat> our our boy here is like 200 pounds he's a big dude she's like 105 like she okay. did not do this there's no way she took him out he had a gun too and like no shots <laughs> were fun like there's no um what she surprised him and, and choke him no it didn't happen so he's reasonable and... everyone else is an idiot um but she gets blamed for both their both the detective's death and the woman woman's death who she did she did in fact kill her but um that was in self-defense just no one was there to see it uh so yeah, except that there were plenty of people to see it because when the witch kills the oh, detective, yes. there's, there are dude, there's a bunch people of people like on the train all that over. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's so there. These there's cars that walk behind her, that, like she kills him and walks off, and there's like a gaggle of people just following behind her, and it's like they, yep. they just walked right past his dead body because <laughs> it wasn't hiding; it was just in a little connector cabin between the cars that's like two feet wide. It was real weird. Um. I don't even know where. Okay, so they're at the alchemist. alchemist. Yeah. Yes. Um, they're at the alchemist, and that's why he's checking on her. Um, and he pulls out like this crazy lens, this green emerald lens, and he has like a a, a lighter up to look through it. It's like a viewing mm-hmm. lens, and he reads her magical abilities in, um uh the um what's the things in star wars that give you powers oh the midichlorians i was was going to make that i was (laughs) to refer to her midichlorian gown because that's exactly what that was and i was very upset when that occurred yeah so her little eye boogers that crawl over everyone's eyes when you're a witch. Uh, uh, he's like cool. counting them or reading her. He's using them like tea leaves and like reading her past. And it's like, oh, your mother is a powerful witch. And oh, you're here to kill whoever. 
And oh, you have—he's like making a lot of leaps of stuff. Just looking at like little squigglies in her eyes, it's—it's it's a lot. I, it was the scene's fine, but it's just because you're not given a—you're um, not given a reason why it wouldn't work. But it's not really yeah. explaining it, so you can kind of just take it on. Like I guess that's what you do when you're an alchemist—you can look at people's squigglies and read stuff in them. That it's—it's it, it's fine. It works okay. Um, it's ridiculous, but it's not. It's because of everything else in the movie. This is just like, yep, that sounds fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like, hey, if 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 your suspension of disbelief hasn't been shattered, or if it has, and you still want to power through this thing, nothing that's going to occur at this point is going to put you off. So. Yeah. Just accept it. it Just is. accept that um, this is how it works. It's 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 something. He he um uh, he, he has the three mothers book, and she reads two pages. He's like, read this. It's of interest to you. And she reads like two pages and um knows everything. It, it it does not like it's a big book she would take a long time it's like here I, I i hope you have like eight hours to spare to read this ginormous book <laughs> it's like handing someone a bible and going yeah here's all the information you need to know um yeah <laughs> get on that because we gotta we got stuff to do <laughs> oh um and then of course like the the most like disturbing death probably is the the psychic who teaches Sarah um that she can use uh, uh face powder to see her spirits the scene's fine she just like puffs the powder and blows it into the air and it it the powder illuminates the spirits that are always around you i guess and her um Sarah's <laughs> mother is one of those um who who has been like um force communicating to her the whole time in times of duress and helping her out that that all like that's not a problem that all works i guess she's a powerful witch from beyond and can still influence the living world um but but mm. uh only for just long enough to kind of guide sarah but when it's in very super important times she has to go away she can't. Sarah has to, to fight. You must fight, Sarah. Fight on your own. I can't help you. Oh, I gotta go now. My time's up. It's, um, I gotta go to spirits sauna time. Something. Yeah, her mom's basically <laughs> a force ghost too. Yeah, she yeah. just she pieces out like in the important finale. Well, no, she I, she she does manifest one last time, and that probably is what disperses her, is because she takes um. Uh, enough of a physical shape to stop Sarah's cursed lover from infernoing her. Yeah. Yeah. It's um it's okay. The the mother's <laughs> fine. It's it's not like it's again it's not the worst with everything else this is fine. Like it, it's okay. <laughs> yep. she, it it teaches her she teaches her the power of invisibility. She doesn't teach her. She's just like, the power was within you the whole time, Sarah. Just believe in it. Just 
think about it a little bit and you can be invisible too. Um, but you can't move <laughs> while you're doing it. You got to stay right there. So it's not terrible. It's very situationally useful. Mm. Or maybe she can move, but it would just take way more practice. And like, yeah. utter, she, I mean, it was exhausting or just trying to do it like while stationary. So that, that, that's okay. Mm. It's not, it's not a big thing. Um, Oh, I wonder if that's yeah, like so the the uh, yeah. The, anyway, the other death that was the the one that's the worst is probably um, the psychic lady. Um, she gets like skewered, like shish kebabbed. It's bad. It's it's really bad. Uh, and then the dude that kills her does the thing from um, the remake of no, yeah, remake. Uh, the seventy eight. Or eighty three, somewhere around there, the invasion of the body snatchers. Um, oh yeah, must have been, it was it was, was mid seventies, uh, and he like screams into the phone, but his mouth becomes way too large, and they have to computer it, so it's yeah. really bad looking. Yeah, uh, and he has really a, the monkey, which is the true villain of this film, is this horrifying, <laughs> um. Is it Gibbon? What the heck is this? Baboon. Except for was it? I don't think it was a. But there's like a howler monkey. I don't know what this yeah, thing was. It's, it's not yeah. a baboon. No, it's, it's it was like it's a little. More, it was a little howler monkey or something. Yeah, smaller varietal of screeching primate. <laughs> yeah, but it it does the whatever the little closet monkey from family guy where it like looks at you and points and screams yeah it does yeah, that evil, like a lot evil, yeah it's it's basically just a, a walking witch alarm like a patrolling witch alarm that's like its only purpose is to like wa watch murders alert <laughs> alert to intruders <laughs> and watch more murders yeah, it's the it's the murder monkey. Go ahead, Leonard. You were gonna say something. Oh, I was just gonna say. I wonder if them introducing um, Sarah's ability to uh, turn invisible is like, oh, see that just like a wink and a nod of that's why that's why Mother Suspiriorum was invisible because you can just actually just just make yourself invisible. <laughs> Which is can do yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense because she also like didn't move anywhere. No, nope. yeah, just sat on that bed invisible yeah. and what in, in the yeah, because you can't you can't you can't move and be invisible. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, you're you're screwed. You'll never find me. <laughs> Hope she doesn't look at this intention in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a lot. So, I mean, the movie, it's not horrendous. It's just not great. And it's apparently only mm -hmm. 102 minutes long, and that's not that's the issue. Is it just does not feel like 102 minutes. It feels way, way longer. <laughs> and I think oh, the same yeah, thing happened with Inferno, where it feels like a two-hour movie, or, you know, yeah, it's like, it feels like a two-hour movie, and you're like, no, it wasn't quite that long. Oh, see, the... the... Mm -hmm. Let's see the unrated 
think the unrated version might have been longer. It could have been. I, I only like, have the um the Wikipedia runtime. I guess I could pull up the IMDb, which would make more sense. Yeah, because yeah, this the Maybe unrated like a few version minutes. is like almost two is almost two hours. It's like an hour forty. Mm. Oh, okay. And that's all in in murder time because that's yeah. all that was really cut out was <laughs> was uh, all kinds of terrifying murders. Like you don't want any of these visited upon your person at all, ever. Yeah. Like we did not go into describing any of them. Really, they're they're pretty bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like not great to watch. <laughs> so, Sarah eventually, after after her wacky mishaps all around a slowly crumbling, insanity filled Rome, <laughs> Sarah just goes to the house to confront the witch. <laughs> yeah, and this is the most dilapidated house. Um, which makes sense because she's doesn't she hasn't had her power source in like hundreds of years, so she's just recovering in the basement, mm-hmm. which is really what you what we would have thought was happening with um, Inferno because her witchy picture is like in the flooded section, mm-hmm. which is really weird. Um, there's no witchy picture in this movie. They forgot about it. They yes, they did. <laughs> Disappointing. I was looking forward to a witchy picture, but they did not have it. What they did have was the stupidest um hidden uh door uh switch. Oh man, yeah, this Resident mm. Evil 4 puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's not you say puzzle. Um, only no, because pu- only if you're puzzled by buttons. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, it is the same caliber of every single puzzle in Resident Evil Four, which is to say, not really a puzzle at all. Yeah, and um, <laughs> I, so I did screenshot the. Uh, and she's flipping through the Three Mothers book. Uh, it. It. There is a. So. It seems like they could have done something more with this because there's a, there's a specific set of symbols that tells you the great mother, death and rebirth, slow death, the spirit of darkness embodied, and some other things that the screen like helpfully cut off. I couldn't get them. But they're these mm-hmm. arcane symbols, uh, which is what they use in um, that door. And you yes. think that what you could do is have them spell out something or you know make a phrase in arcane wording uh but no just to set the stage the the symbols are little stone discs um in a vertical row there's like five discs and to open the door you don't push them in an order you just push them from top to bottom and the door opens Yep. <laughs> you just push them in one at a time, like you're gonna go down all the floors in it, like you're tricking somebody and making their elevator like hit every floor on the way down. Uh, and then it opens the door. 
I mean, granted, this is no less, like, ridiculous than, let's turn the flower, the blue iris, and then open, okay. That's a little more tricky because you've hidden it amongst three other flowers in a giant room of murals, so mm -hmm. that makes more sense. Mm -hmm. This is definitely, just press all the buttons and you'll open the door. Yep. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. But, yeah. And, and then, uh, as we mentioned, she finds the witch orgy thing and gets partially ensorcelled. Uh, it's not good enough of a sorcery because she just kind of gets back up, grabs a... Did she grab the spear? I think she took the spear that the goods just left next to her and um, <laughs> hoists off the tunic she just stabs it and then like <laughs> flips it off and throws it into like a um uh, to a flaming brazier thing yep mm. i i it, it burns it offends the the great mother and then like causes an earthquake that destroys the entire building it, it kills everybody in ridiculous yeah, ways it, it crushes everybody um. and then it the earthquake collapses the roof above which would, there was an obelisk and the obelisk slides down and Resident Evil 6's um, the mother of tears into the wall, killing yep. it instantly. <laughs> um, the monkey gets crushed. They, they, they the monkey did. They, they took the time to show a frame of it getting smushed by a rock. Yep. As it, <laughs> so as it that screams you knew accusingly at Sarah. Yes. So that the audience knows that the true evil has been defeated. Yes. <laughs> it was um, I, to have a curse. I love, I love the spear because I'm just like, because she, Sarah grabs it and then it, the movie goes into slow motion and I'm like, oh, is she just going to stab her to death? I thought she was going to yeah. stab her in the side and that would have been also fine. Yeah, but no, but no, it's, it's just like what. And yeah, into the fire, disrobed. No tunic for you. Um, oh, chucked it's, it in the fire. It's so great because because so who great. knew that was her one weakness? Um, and then the the and then Sarah has to do like the polter uh, the poltergeist one swimming pool <laughs> dead body crawl, and yeah, this is. I don't know how long it was for you, Dave, but the sequence is like three minutes long and it's intolerable. It is <laughs> the worst. I was just like, how long, how this, I was, I said to myself, there's six minutes in this movie left. Is all of them going to be her sloshing around this corpse pool trying to get out? And yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Also, yeah, so the detective. Did, yeah, I was gonna say. I, I think she, she just leaves him there hanging. He's oh, she does. Dead. Yeah, he isn't dead. He He's just, just like he no. got he got stabbed in the boob. Um, yep, a little bit. And and which then, was like which was like flayed open. And yeah. then he's he's mostly fine later. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> so did he meet up with her in your version when she's crawling through the corpse pit? Like afterward, 
that's interesting because he shows up like halfway through that three minutes and i'm just like you've got a gaping open wound guy and you're climbing you're through swimming in the corpse thing. water you're, yeah you're, well you're, anyway they they climb out and then she's like it's super weird because she's laugh crying they both are and then the credits roll and then her, she's doing this witchy like evil laugh like did she just become the new mother of tears this is real weird i don't know what's happening here um but yeah she she definitely like gives him a very strong squeeze about the shoulders which would have like very much hurt him (laughs) because the way his like pectoral was just filleted open yep but yeah then the credits go you're just like okay thanks yeah yeah it's so it's so bizarre because it's just like them sitting like on some really poorly photoshopped and green screened uh in front of the dilapidated house and it's just like and our heroes won and i'm just like that guy was barely in the movie and now they're just like having the like post evil is defeated victory celebration for no reason sure he's he's playing the role that like in other movies a lady would be doing yeah so that's fine i mean that's that's what a lot of these movies kind of do they relegate any of the men to the side and that's their informants their their yeah i mean that's that's the space they've been given is the they're just there to like tell you about something and then they go away or they die yeah which is what happens to be fair in so many of the movies with the the women's roles um that works like that's fine um and we see that like full force in the um 2018 Suspiria right so that that was in keeping with how everything else has kind of been written uh but yeah his character he like he didn't do he showed up and prevented her maybe from being found by the derelict guy and the other skinhead familiar witch man um then he gets captured immediately tortured frees himself off screen mm-hmm. um and then shows up to get hugged like that that's nothing he he does nothing else um in this film and we also don't know how he found her like he just kind of shows up so it's it's whatever yeah. it's it's the least bothersome thing he's he's very inoffensive um in the film it's fine it's just like he didn't really serve any role. Why was he there? We don't know. Yeah, my yeah, my reaction to it is just more based on the fact that it's like, oh man, we're best friends and we survived this adventure. And I'm just like, you you had like five sentences between the two of you. <laughs> Why? Uh, okay, sure. Yeah, <laughs> we survived that this much. terrifying uh, ordeal. Uh, you didn't do anything, bro. You like, you got caught. Yep, immediately. And he kept trying to like. He's like, stay, let's stay together. I'll, I'll lead the way. I have a gun. And she stops to go look at some art. And he just keeps going. Yep. 
He looks back, doesn't see her, and should turn around and go find the other person. Not like, huh, I guess I'll just keep going forward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, he's a silly man. Um, That's Mother of Tears. Is There's no magic tears. happening. There's just... <laughs> accidental witchery and magic that happens passively the pa- passive ma- instead of practical magic it's just passive magic yep mm. yeah so that brings us i think we'll we'll wrap this up with uh lavana and our lady of sorrow or ladies of sorrow which doesn't really add much just confirms specifically kind of what uh originally they may have been going for as far as inspiration because it's it's on its sleeve um this is thomas de quincy um speaking very personally um about uh this levana which is a goddess roman goddess that teaches humanity as it's born um about being kind i guess <laughs> it's mm. it's just like letting humanity know that like the world is greater than they are as individuals um and giving them just general education not not like knowledge but education of them and their place in the world it's kind Mm -hmm. of nebulous it doesn't really go into it super hard um but he's saying that uh in complement to what levana does because that's um bringing man to a certain understanding uh that there also has to be a like other side excuse me, other side of that coin. And because there are three graces and three parse and three furies, uh, three muses, there also must be um, three sorrows. And those are, of course, the three sisters, which um, have turned into the three mothers uh, in Argento's uh world um but they are of course um meter lacrimarum meter suspiriorum and uh, meter tenebrae and it it just explains them in the sort of same way um but i think it's attributing a little bit more to them they're they're as with inferno where this where the mothers are claiming to be the like personification of death. Um, that is kind of their functioning here. Uh, and it's telling like specifically of like, say uh, major like Marum, she's the eldest of the three. Um, and she is like the influencer of like lamentations. Mm-hmm. And she's been throughout all of recorded history uh, and it it just, it just goes on talking about like just her general appearance um, 
and she 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 holds a key that like no door can be barred from uh, her entry is barred from no door because her 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 skeleton key like admits her to anyone's home so that the um laments can be spread out like without bar from like any, any people and she's honored with the title of madonna because she's the firstborn mm. of the witches it does the kind of the same sort of thing with um, Suspiriorum. Uh, she's just, it just talks about her um, sighing, but she doesn't, uh, she's humble. Um, she's meek. So that, they took that and made her the least. Um, offensive as far as like she's not doing active things um, in the film she's she's already kind of withered and her power has been reduced but she's just there mm -hmm. she's like a figurehead mm -hmm. with with no agency anymore and um go ahead it it is interesting though uh that uh with the uh in version of 2018, those descriptors, uh, those descriptors uh, do line up with uh, good old Susie 2018, Susie Bannon. Um, oh wait, her yeah, name wasn't it, Bannon in 2018, was it? No, she was. She was still. She was still Bannon. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean it does because she's not an active force, right? Um, e even when she's metting out her like judgments. It's not mm -hmm. through her. It's it's through that death personification that she controls. I don't conjured conjures. from her memory yeah. of her mother. Because yeah. once again, <laughs> I really love the detail that 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 personification is, yeah, of death is played by. The, yeah, is played by the same actress as her mother. Mm. Yeah, who goes about and does everything, and she's just um, she's just like arbiting what's going on. Mm -hmm. she, she's delivering oh. that like just that final choice i think right yeah, yeah this is who this is who you you who you cast your lot with you cast your lot with um with mother marcos and oh man that's the bad end for you yeah it's like i didn't i didn't choose this for you you chose your own thing i'm just here to let you know that that choice has like a consequence yep because she's doing none of it like vindictively yeah it's she's... it's very full of grace and uh sadness mm -hmm. kind of so yeah simple uh and and, and just it, it, exceedingly pragmatic too mm -hmm. um and also now that i'm thinking of it like the fact that it it's not it's uh you know because it's a different mother in inferno but it is very much akin to uh uh mother uh Tinnenbaum, uh uh transforming into the personification of death at the en end of inferno when when Susie summons this this death incarnation to clean house, uh, so um, it 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 the the 
I like 2018 because it is actually pulling from all of the all of the media post Suspiria and kind of actually introducing it in in a natural way where yes if they announced that they were remaking Inferno I would absolutely uh be thrilled to see that um that reimagining once again as you said Dave yeah remake is incorrect but a reimagining of Inferno with the the groundwork that they established in the uh Suspiria reimagining yeah, uh, so here's a passage specifically on um, Mother Suspiriorum. Uh, she weeps not, she groans not, but she sighs inaudibly at intervals. Her sister Madonna, which is, of course, the mother of tears, is oftentimes stormy and frantic, raging in the highest against heaven and demanding back her darlings. But Our Lady of Sighs never clamors, never defies, dreams not of rebellious aspirations. She is humble to abjectness. Hers is the meekness that belongs to the hopeless. Murmur she may, but is in her sleep. Whisper she may, but is to herself in the twilight. Mutter she does at times, but it is in solitary places that are desolate as she is desolate, in ruined cities and when the sun has gone down to rest. It, it goes on from there, but that's... Um, mm -hmm in line more with like the the 2018 mm -hmm. because yeah. she, she, she's not active she's just kind of returning in a very sedate sense and in any in any of the activities she did was at it's not even urging it's like caused by the other witches Mm -hmm. and she's just in kind of reaction to it yeah uh and it says she she carries a key but uses it little um it's it's because i think that it, it that her 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 purview is to like the resigned so it's as opposed to the mother of tears who actively can just show up whenever um it's more people are more will like it's they willingly just kind of when they're giving up or when they're becoming they're at the end of everything that's kind of when she appears because she's not active in her role of doing whatever she's whatever it is she does she mm -hmm. just shows up when it's time uh um, and then it Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, and once again, that uh, fits in very nicely with the epilogue of 2018. Mm -hmm. mm. And then it, it goes on to talk about um, uh, Our Lady of Darkness, um, Meta Tenebrarum. Uh, this, is, uh, this is the shortest bit, so I will just read it. But the third sister, who is also the youngest, hush, whisper while we talk of her. Her kingdom is not large, or else no flesh should live, but within that kingdom all power is hers. Her head, turreted like that of the Sibyl, rises almost beyond the reach of sight. She droops not, and her eyes rising so high might be hidden by distance. But being what they are, they cannot be hidden. Through the troubled veil of crepe which she which she wears the fierce light of blazing misery that rests not for matins or vespers or noon of day or noon of night for ebbing or flowing of tide may be read from the very ground 
She is the defier of God. She is also the mother of lunacies. There you go. Um, and suggestress of suicides. Deep lie the roots of her power, but narrow is the nation that she rules, for she can reproach only those who um, a profound nature has been upheaved by central convulsions, in whom the heart trembles and the brain rocks under conspiracies of tempests from without and tempests from within. Madonna moves with uncertain steps, fast or slow, but still with tragic grace. Our Lady of Sighs creeps timidly and stealthily, but this youngest sister moves with incalculable motions, bounding with a tiger's leaps. She carries no key, for though coming rarely amongst men, she storms all doors at which she is permitted to enter at all. And her name is Medotinabrarum, Our Lady of Darkness. Uh, that feels somewhat in line with how she's portrayed in Inferno. Um, however, I think it's because she's already like supremely weakened for reasons we don't know. Didn't go into it. Um, that her hers has the most agency, like it could have at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, her her she feels slightly more like she could be active. I mean, she's the one in charge of um the alchemist mm-hmm. and i don't know like somewhere along the way something took up most of her energy and it's it's a shame that like that the movie had, had it had space to kind of give more story and it just didn't do that um which i think is is part of it is it's, it's kind of a letdown like you gives you this expectation it has room to kind of um fortify a lot of this um this mythology and kind of set up a little bit more i mean it it brings the books into the equation in the first place and it just kind of doesn't do anything with them and uh, that's where the film kind of has a failing like it, uh, it, it didn't put enough effort into that portion of it yeah, I I agree. Um, I think just for the sake of of making having any of this make any sense, like I've just created a headcanon where all the the three sisters need to be active at the same time, like actually exist and be alive, and that by killing Mother Suspiriarum, all of their the remaining sisters' powers will just inevitably wane. Um, and that it, this yeah is i mean just, they're they're not the singular mother or the two mothers they have to be three mothers yes exactly and that that their the the remaining power will wane inevitably uh but it has just been this slow kind of malignant decline for them since the death of mother sphere yeah mm. and i think that that makes sense Okay, I don't have any more witchy material. <laughs> Cameron, yes. how did all this play out to you, aside from not being able to watch Mother of Tears, which is no big loss? Yeah, it doesn't sound like I missed anything really good. Um, I think it was worthwhile for me to, to watch all these various things. I still think Inferno is massively disappointing from the sounds of it, so is Mother of Tears. Um, I don't know, like, 
it's really, really interesting mythology-wise, like the lore-wise, rather this idea of the, the three sisters of witchcraft and power sort of slowly gaining traction of the world throughout various different places. Um, I kind of wish films were a little more, the original film and Inferno at least, were a little more in-depth and like really played to it more in that in that sense if that kind of makes sense like um superior 77 is mostly like a slasher horror very bright colors nice soundtrack film and then has bits of witchiness lore in it i would love if they went really deep in it same with inferno where they were dealing with a more subtle sister sure but you could have really pushed the the, the priests the three sisters aspect harder instead of just making a straight up horror movie and then as an addendum, oh, it's because witches. Um, yeah, Suspiria 77, great. Suspiria 2018, very good. Inferno bad. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> yeah, um, it's to see anything um, come to fruition continuing on or off of um, Suspiria 2018 would be like the best case scenario. I think it was handled very adroitly um, and seeing that not necessarily have to be a trilogy, but um, fleshing it out more, giving us like a prequel or something. Um, I, I would want that. Um, mm-hmm, yeah. And the the largest like issue aside from inferno and mother church dropping the ball was they they diverged um uh, to to a lesser extent in inferno but to a great extent in mother of tears was if this is like a fairy tale world um they took that out of mother of tears like utterly they made it yeah, too, yeah, yeah. well yes the the things happening aren't like realistic but um it's treated so seriously um that there's no sense of like even if it's terrifying there's no sense of like wonderment that kind of is sprinkled liberally throughout Suspiria um, for certain Mm -hmm. and somewhat it's kind of the dreamlike state is still present in Inferno you don't get that at all in Mother of Tears and it's like waking up into a nightmare so it's it's just a disservice to the the dreamlike nature and that fairy tale vibe that is mostly solid through the other two films. Like, wh- mm. why would that go away? Like, I doubt if you'd lean harder into it, I think that that would have made the the final film um, slightly more palatable. And I, and I wonder yeah. if that's what had been in the initial script, but you know, we we don't have that, so it's a, it's a shame. But that and, is go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that they don't even have to they that the 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 stylistic choices in uh Mother of Tears uh didn't even have to be in competition to that this fairy tale dreamlike logic. Like our main character has has uh witch adjacent powers if if there were if there was more of a psychological bent where because she has has this kind of untapped potential that she's shifting through like this 
whimsical kind of fugue-like fantasy state uh, when under the influence from the Mother of Tears, only to wind back into this horrific waking nightmare that is what Rome is becoming because of her influence that would have been much more effective than what we got. <laughs> I think so too. And I, and I say that there was no sense of that, but there, there really is um, just in the aspect of her mother's ghost, that whole angle and then how yeah. um, her mother appears. That part is kind of fairy tale like, um, but it's, it's such a fleeting feeling I would have wanted it to be like just the other way around where that's that's the thrust of it. But then there's just real world horrific implications that happen because of everything. And then her getting those glimpses, like slowly kind of waking out of this dream into that. It, it did kind of the other way where it's 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 realistic. And then as the events go, she's everything is becoming increasingly more unhinged. Um, her mm. worldview is turned upside down. They just left it too gritty. Yeah. I think was what happened. Like if it had been more fantastic or more phantasmagorical, something like mm. to kind of give it a sense of otherness. Right. Uh, then not, not just like, Oh, these guys look like demons. Okay but then didn't do anything with that. And it didn't show up again. Like, yeah. like you had oh, a, bag, my... a bag of tricks and just kind of sprinkled them. And then like, and then it was used up. Oh, my son's mm. been kidnapped. Uh, I'm going to investigate to get him back. Now I'm out of the movie for 45 minutes. And now <laughs> I'm back in the movie, but oops, I'm actually a zombie. Like that, like setting up that plot point and, literally not delivering on it at all other than to somehow remove the mom force ghost from the film's equation <laughs> is weird mm. yeah there's just a lot of parts that didn't tie as well together as i think that they were trying to get it to do mm. um then again there were like five people working on the script so that yeah. could yeah. do it i don't know but <laughs> i think that that probably wraps us up we have uncovered all the witchery um in this trilogy plus yes. one <laughs> yeah it was a ride i i i did enjoy on some level like going back through these um if only to see like what this uh vision did or did not succeed in doing mm. which was nice i i'd seen um all of these as they not as they came out um but in the last 20 years kind of had been the first watch mm. of these and it was to my benefit that i i had purchased the movie when it came out, mother of tears like i had been really looking forward to it because i had been wholly invested at the time um to what waiting for that last movie to come out um and then just of course being sort of disappointed uh that just grew over time mm. because this one didn't age as well as um as it could have uh, and part of that is because when it was released uh, all of us i think um in general 
watching this kind of movie at the time would have been you're firmly in that territory of there what exists is hostile and saw and all of the other films of that nature like that was just it the times um yeah this this fit with those Mm -hmm. so it didn't make it just made it feel derivative yeah uh and then looking back you just go oh yep that's a mid 2000s movie okay (laughs) (laughs) is what it does and i think that that does it a disservice a little bit extra than um had it been able to have its own identity or just been made 20 years earlier as it probably should have been Hmm. i think at that time it it would have been benefited um also from being able to have the um the same uh cinematographer because that would have helped so very much <laughs> the 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 set designs and everything and this is just kind of lacking um and there's a lot of cg work that just takes you out of it i mean they they do the necessary um prosthetic effects and that the the gore as it stands is actually very well done um yes it mm. it, it it is terrifying like you know you do not want these things to happen um they did good on that front uh, and then just lost it along the way. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the the CG stuff is not great, and no, it sticks out. It, it, it dates it dates the film like severely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think that that wraps us up. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron, let's yes. send let's send you to that that sweet sleep. Where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me primarily on Twitter at night underscore Twitter, and that's night without a K. Uh, come follow me there and chat to me for Australian adventures and world stuff. And ah, uh, it's the end of the year already. Somehow. Terrible. Yep. Somehow. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Leonard, how about yourself? Yes, people can find me online at Twitter under uh, at Dr. Faust is Dead. You can also find me on YouTube, uh, though if you are an old listener, you will find nothing new on my YouTube channel. However, if you are new lesson- listeners, welcome, and you can find my content at uh, YouTube uh, by searching Dr. Faust is Dead. And Dave, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on Twitter as well at sentinot underscore plus. And you can also find the backlog of our episodes. Um, this, uh, this puts us firmly over 200 hours of listening oh, content. Wow. Congratulations. <laughs> there's a lot of, if you enjoy what we've got going mm. on, um, there's 200 more hours of it. Uh, you can find that at monsterdeer.monster. Leave us some reviews if you'd like. Yes. We can we can we can adjust um, accordingly, or have some kind of feedback, or know that what we're doing is working. Um, something it helps <laughs> us. Uh, it helps us help. The, I almost said channel the uh, podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, and we're also on Twitter at Amon underscore D monster. 
is i believe our twitter and i think i would know after years of doing this that is that is correct all of these of course (laughs) will be in Mm. the show notes that'll be easily clickable on the links and whatnot and um yeah we we will be back next week um and it will it will be our our sad pleasure to conclude uh, our foray into the legati verse which took about a year <laughs> um, yes i don't know what are we going to do after that we, we have to find some other thing that will yeah. be something like that uh but but different um and <laughs> we have a few other things uh, in the works uh, there may be some shark-centric episodes uh, in the future. Mm. Uh, some returning uh, guests, also always fun. Um, and if you'd like to uh, come on as a guest, we we welcome that. Send us a, a DM um, through the mon underscore demonster Twitter. We will we will get it. Um, there's an email address too somewhere, but I that may or may not be checked very often. <laughs> if I'm being <laughs> honest uh yeah so that is us we look forward to chatting more things toward you again in the future Mm. uh on a (laughs) weekly basis and i think i'm i'm just going off the rambling rails here so uh we will we will say to you (laughs) goodbye and uh see you next time bye bye folks goodbye everyone ciao